Welcome to the Striving from Stillness podcast, where you will learn how to step out of overwhelm, anxiety, and stress so you can maximize the positive impact you have within your work, family, and community while fully enjoying your life. I'm your host, Anna Pantano, a certified mindfulness instructor and life coach. Every other week, you'll learn a new mindfulness practice to build the strong internal foundation needed to be productive and resilient from a place of peace. During the other episodes, I will share valuable personal growth insights from my 20 years of obsessing over how to create a better life while staying deeply connected to my family and running a successful business. For today's episode, make yourself comfy and get ready to explore the world of mindfulness. One of the most common frustrations with meditation that I hear is that when we take a moment to get still and attempt to quiet the mind, it often feels like the thoughts in our head get louder and become even harder to silence. Some of my clients even report, I didn't know I was having so many thoughts. I didn't know I had so many conversations going on my in my head. And it isn't until they try to get silence or take a moment in silence that they really come forth. So for most, this is challenging at best and can feel toxic at worst because thoughts can create so much stress in our body and life. This makes the temptation to stay busy and distracted huge. The problem is, though, at some point, unless we're numbing with alcohol, drugs, or some other form of massive distraction, we will have quiet moments, most often at night when we desperately need sleep. And then the thoughts start to work their way back into the forefront of our mind, and then they keep us from getting the sleep that our body desperately needs. And even when you think you're avoiding your thoughts, the majority of the time, they're still there and they can create a lot of unhappiness and stress in the body. They drain your energy. Like I said, often when many of my clients start meditating, they will at first be surprised and honestly a little overwhelmed at how many thoughts they actually do have because many of us are unaware of the constant running tape of thoughts we have going on in the background until we take the time to get still, to be quiet. So although the goal of meditation is not to get rid of the thoughts completely, one huge benefit of meditation is that our constant mind chatter or stream of stressful thoughts will start to get quieter. There actually will start to be space when you meditate between the thoughts. And when the thoughts come up, eventually they don't take over every part of your being with the practice of meditating. Over time, we can start to choose to redirect our thoughts or choose to change them from negative to more positive ones. Many of our thoughts may be conversations that we've imagined ourselves having. And by taking the time to listen to our thoughts, acknowledge them, you actually may find the courage to have that difficult conversation with the actual person versus replaying it in our head, which most of us is honest. And I've had this play out in my own life. But if most of us are honest, we can easily create a scenario or story that is often way bigger or scarier than the actual conversation or event. But how do we shift from a busy and often distractive mind to a more peaceful one? and quiet one. 
one where there is space to choose what we think and believe, one where we can be creative and problem solve instead of always being in reactive mode. There are many different techniques to use, most of them involving directing your attention to something in the present moment, such as your breath or a body sensation, and a lot of them I've shared already on this podcast. But today I would like to share one that is not talked about quite as often, and that is a practice of labeling your thoughts as they come up. This is a practice that can be done during a meditation or once you've had some practice throughout your daily life as you're going throughout your day. There are different ways to label your thoughts. You can label whether they are about past events or planning for the future. This was me. That tended to be where my mind went. Lots of planning and lots of worrying about the past and what I did in the past. If you want to try this one, each time you notice a thought, you would label it past or future. You could even label it worry or planning. That's what I had to do. Then bring your attention back to something in the present moment after you've labeled the thought. Another way you can label is to label what type of thought it is. Is it an emotion? Simply a thought? Or is it an urge, something that is coming up for you kind of automatically or pulling you in a direction? For example, I need to pick up my kids. That's a thought. Feeling annoyed at the slow driver in front of you. There's your emotion. And wanting to check if anyone commented on your Instagram post typically is an urge. Once you get comfortable and familiar with labeling your thoughts, you can also add the label of what emotion you're in. This can be helpful if you're interested in shifting your emotions from more stressful or what is seen as more negative emotion to emotions that are seen as more positive ones, ones that feel better to us, ones that give us energy. To do this practice, no matter which way you choose to label, remembering the three different ways are future versus past, noting whether the thought is a thought, emotion, or an urge, or you can actually label the emotion you're having that is reflected in your thought. But no matter how you choose to label, you'd simply notice the thought. And I say simply, but I notice sometimes it's not that simple, but you would notice the thought and then silently in your head, give it a label. This practice helps you start to train the brain to one, Notice your thoughts, giving you the opportunity to pause or stop the thought if it isn't a supportive one, or if it's distracting you from what you need to be focusing on. And two, instead of attaching to the thoughts, maybe going off on a tangent or ruminating on the thought, it helps you detach from them slightly. Then the act of bringing your attention back into the present moment helps you step out of the stress response for that moment. The big payoff is that over time, you will start to notice less and less thoughts. And if you choose to work with the thoughts you have, switching the more negative ones for the positive ones, you will start to feel better overall, which I know can be a hard one to believe, but it's true. I promise. I've seen it in myself. I've seen it in my friends. I've seen it in my clients. It really does work. When we have negative thoughts, or are spending a lot of time out of the present, so we're in the future or the past, we are expending energy and often creating unnecessary stress in the body and brain. 
So giving your mind a break from these thoughts and detaching from them will help you reclaim some energy. By detaching, I don't mean stuffing them. I don't mean ignoring them and just kind of tucking them away in a closet. I just mean that they aren't running you. You're not running with them. You're not going off on tangents. You're able to look at them more objectively, recognize what they are, and make a choice of what you want to do next with your time and with your mind. So if you'd like to join me for a short practice, go ahead and find a place to sit or lay quietly. We will do it just for a short amount of time so you can play with this a little bit. And of course, if you can't join me now, go ahead and listen and hopefully you can give it a try the next time you have a quiet moment or this evening or something. And if you're comfortable closing your eyes, if you're in a place to join us, go ahead and do so. Letting the body soften, letting it get heavy, relax a little bit. And then as you quiet the mind, as you start to settle in, for most of us, thoughts will start to come up. Don't worry about labeling them all or finding the perfect label. Simply pick a few that are coming up and give them a label. Remembering you can label it, this is a future thought. I'm thinking about the past, so past thought. Like I said earlier, my tendency was to plan or worry. So if that's your go-to, if you're starting to run through your day, label it planning or worrying. Again, just noticing the thoughts that are coming up, just watching them go by. You don't need to tell a story about them. You don't need to follow them anywhere or attach to them. Just noticing and starting to label them. And if there are certain emotions coming up, remembering you can label those. Or if you don't want to have to think about what emotion it is, just identify that sensation or thought as an emotion. And remembering that you can distinguish between emotion, having a thought, or maybe an urge that you feel coming up. So maybe the urge to open your eyes, the urge to go get something to eat or drink, to check your phone. And as you continue doing this, just noticing the thoughts that are going by and simply labeling them. Again, practicing on your own. Don't worry about the labels you're giving it. Just pick one or two to play with. And if you don't know, you could just say, don't know. Something to acknowledge the thought has come up. Remembering each time after your label, if you have the moment, if another thought doesn't immediately follow it, just coming back to your breath, coming back to your present moment. So label and then notice where you're sitting. 
Notice what sensations you're feeling. So just that practice of going into noticing the thought, labeling, and going back to the present moment. We'll continue that practice for about another 30 seconds or so, doing it on your own. And then wherever you're at, just starting to release that exercise. Taking a moment just to notice again where you're sitting, noticing your breath. And whenever you're ready, opening the eyes if they were closed. You can even get up and shake out a little bit or stretch the arms up. Just becoming a little bit more present while I share a few closing thoughts with you. So I hope you found that helpful or at least like something you would want to give a try. And again, with practice, this becomes easier. And with time, you'll even be able to start labeling your thoughts while you're doing an activity. So maybe while you're in the kitchen doing dishes or cooking something that's easy to cook. And so the mind starts to go, or if you're a passenger in the car and not having conversation and your, your mind starting to wander and that urge comes up to pick up the phone or, you know, your mind starts going into a place that's creating some stress or anxiety, just doing this practice of labeling thoughts. And remember we're never going to stop having thoughts. It's actually a good thing that we have them. Our brain during that downtime actually spends a lot of time working out the problems. And so it's not a bad thing that we're having the thoughts, but they can start to drain our energy when they're negative thoughts or when we're replaying things or creating stories in our mind that are bigger and more stressful than they actually would be in reality. So there's a benefit to thoughts, but in a healthy way when we're not attaching and it's not creating stress in our body. And otherwise, we want to go ahead and start to create space in between the thoughts so we can get more clarity, so that we can choose the more positive thoughts, so we can have choice of how we respond. We're not so in that reactive mode. And the more we practice, the bigger those spaces will be. And the more frequent you will find peace within your thoughts. And that's really my hope for people because there is a difference between energy draining, toxic thoughts, and then your creative, more supportive thoughts because not all thoughts are bad. Learning to meditate is a process and understanding that you will never stop all your thoughts will hopefully bring some ease into the practice for you. 
or if you have been resistant to trying it, I hope this will encourage you to try. With all of us, even the most seasoned meditators, some days it'll be easier to enjoy and get into a meditative state, while other days we will struggle a little more. And on the days where we struggle with our thoughts and our emotions, the practice can be as simple as practicing giving yourself some grace. Give yourself some compassion and empathy. So I would love to hear, as always, if you gave this a try, if you have any questions, my contact information is always in the show notes. And if this show or any other show really resonates for you or has helped you with something, I hope you'll share it. Be that person who shares something positive in their life and something that's helped them because you never know what difference that can make. So I hope you have a wonderful day and thank you for taking a moment of mindfulness. Thank you for joining me today on Striving from Stillness. If you found value in this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review it on Apple Podcast or simply share with a friend. It helps the podcast grow so more people can find it and it won't take you long. I sincerely appreciate your support from the bottom of my heart. I hope you'll join me again as we explore how to be productive, successful, and happy from a place of peace. I believe if you found this podcast, there is something wonderful tugging on your heart that will make this world a better place. I hope I can support you on your journey to get your work and your gift out into the world so you can make the impact and difference you were born to make.